Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived. It's WrestleMania week, and we kicked things off with a spectacular WrestleMania Raw edition tonight. This go-home show definitely did its job in hyping up this weekend's WrestleMania. And, oh, man. I'm looking forward to what SmackDown has to bring on Friday. This week is going to be absolutely insane. We have this Raw review tonight. We have the NXT narrative tomorrow for Stand and Deliver on Saturday, which is night one of WrestleMania as well. And then there's night two, obviously, the main events on Sunday. In between there, we got live tweeting going on for Dynamite, live tweeting for... A rampage and for Supercard of Honor from Ring of Honor on Friday. We'll also be doing Rampage. We'll be doing the Hall of Fame. It's gonna be crazy. There's just there's 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 not enough devices and not enough televisions to watch all of these things in these locations. <laughs> it's gonna be a, a week full of wrestling, and I'm very excited to talk about it. Um, We're going to have, we're going to try to get our boys from uh, back to the ring to give their picks for WrestleMania's nights one and two. We're going to crown our first ship at studios, heavyweight champion. (sighs) What a week. And then that's not even mentioning next week when you have the raw after WrestleMania, you know, the NXT after stand and deliver the SmackDown after mania. (sighs) It's there's so much to discuss. And let's start with tonight. You know, things <laughs> things kicked off with a bit of a bang. Uh, we ended up having our WWE champion, Cowboy Brock himself, come into the ring. And this man, this man, I'm telling you, he has fully embraced being on the mic by himself, had this exciting promo you know kind of took us a little bit on a on a, on a ride uh, to uh, suplex city talking about how he's gonna bring Roman to the carnival and there's gonna be a wedding between the belts and the, and and the new baby belt will be born the unified champion and it's it was great. He also embraced the what chance, and he he told the fans, he's like, go ahead, go ahead, play along. I'm just like, Brock, yes, finally, somebody, somebody has fully embraced the what chance. It was great. And it wouldn't be the only time this happened tonight, too, which was even great. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But so we, <laughs> so Brock delivering a great promo to kick off the show. This crowd from Pittsburgh is on fire. The whole night is just they. This is the time. This is when people really, really get going. You know, after this, things shift to Dallas. Smackdown's on at Dallas, and then all the rest of the festivities. It's going to be insane. But Michael Cole comes over from SmackDown tonight and joins the commentary table. Um, We also have. So after this Brock segment, we shift gears, go to our first match of the night. 
It is The Miz uh, with um, Logan Paul, or maybe now we should call him uh, Lucha Logan, <laughs> as he shows up with Rey Mysterio's mask from last week. And speaking of, Miz is taking on Mysterio with Dominic at ringside. So before things start, massive brawl between all four. Dominic ends up getting himself thrown out. So match goes on. Ray actually ends up getting the victory here. Probably one of the ugliest pins I've ever seen in my life. But hey, whatever. It works. The fact that it gets the one, two, three, we're done. After that, Dominic gets comes from the back, runs out, throws um, Ray, or throws Logan into the ring. They try to 619 him, but Miz is able to get him out. Miz then gets himself tossed into the ring. Everybody gets attacked. Uh, Miz ends up getting attacked, and Logan Paul stands there not knowing what to do, not knowing how to help Miz. So the Mysterio is getting that last last jump before Wrestlemania. You guys know how I feel about these things. You all know how I feel about these things, but there's still SmackDown, so I will reserve judgment. Until until we do our pick show and I'll make my final decisions. They then discussed what had happened earlier today with Seth freaking Rollins. So with Seth, <laughs> over the weekend, uh, he uh, showed or he tweeted out a text from Vince stating that Somebody from the office will get a hold of him, and he wants Seth in Vince's office some uh, early first thing Monday morning. Okay. Seth just going absolutely batshit crazy online about it. Doesn't know what it's about. He keeps changing his, his profile picture to, like, him being in a hospital bed or him being Vince's face or it's just, yeah, it's just insanity. <laughs> so... We end up getting this video um, on WWE's Twitter. And it's like a six-minute video, but it goes by so quickly because it's just so damn fun. Um, So Vince wants the meeting for 9 a.m. Seth, in his infinite wisdom, gets there at 7. (laughs) Uh, Walks up to the secretary and asks if Vince is ready for him. And the secretary just kind of looks at him and goes, well, it might be a few minutes. So that's like, all right, fine. He sits here, he's waiting. He's looking at his pretend watch that he doesn't have. And it's about 8.45-ish at this point. So he's been sitting there for an hour and 45 minutes. Vince making him sweat, making him wait is what it is. Finally, the secretary's like, oh, yeah, you can go ahead and go in. Seth, you know, doing his walk around, you know, his, his crazy little dance. And he gets to... He gets into the office and he looks at the other person that works in that off off office of Vince. And he he points to him and he goes, you're not Vince. (laughs) And he just keeps on going. He gets in to, he gets to the door and he starts doing the whole clap and rubbing his hands. He's like, all right, let's go. Grabs it. Jumps in the room. Does a little dance in the room. Closes the door. Gets all comfy. 
at the table where Vince is not even really paying attention to him. He's just scribbling on a notepad. Seth gets there, he sits down, he puts his feet up on the desk, on the table, and I'm like, oh, that's probably not a smart move. When Vince finally realizes it, he looks at Seth, looks at his feet, looks at Seth again, and goes, get your feet off my table. I'm like, all right, well, all right well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> well, the long and the short of it is uh, Seth was under the impression that he was being brought to the office for either a f- to get fined, to get suspended, to get barred from SmackDown or from Raw or WrestleMania or get fired. But Vince is like, nah, I didn't call you up here to fire you. And Seth's like, uh, okay, then, then, then why am I here? And Vince is like, well, you know, I was thinking, you know, what type of WrestleMania could I have without Seth freaking Rollins? He's like, do you think I could pull one off? You know what? This, this is the most special WrestleMania. And do you know why? And Seth's like, because it's, it's two nights and it's the most stupendous WrestleMania of all time. And Vince is like, yes, that, that's exactly because it's stupendous. And basically tell Seth, uh, you're going to WrestleMania. <laughs> and Seth, of course, like, is this a trick? It's, Vince just looks at him and goes just straight faced. I'm busy. I don't have time for that. I'm busy. So Seth starts freaking out in all excitement. He goes, who's my, who's my opponent? Vince is like, it will be somebody of my choosing. And you'll find out when you're in the ring in Dallas when he's introduced. So right then and there, the Internet's like, oh, my God, it's going to be Cody. And, of course, I'm fully on that train as well because I fully expect it. But you never know. They could pull that old switcheroo at the last second. It wouldn't surprise me. Vince has done stuff like this before. But it's pretty pretty evident at this point that it's going to be Cody. And even still, I love it. I think it's going to be fantastic. This was, like I said, a great six minutes of Seth and Vince just doing amazing things. It also saddens me deeply how old Vince looks now. It really does sadden me. Like this man is just like, oh, I feel I feel old because you're so much older now. It's, this man needs to be protected. I don't care what people say. They think he's 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 mad. He's lost a step. He's lost whatever or many steps or whatever. I don't care. Vince McMahon changed the face of a sports entertainment, professional wrestling, whatever the hell you want to call it. He did. And he needs to be respected for it. Has he made some daft decisions? Yes, he's human. He's going to make them. But for his sake, he thinks it's part of the bigger picture. It's for the greater good. I guess Seth would understand that. So moving on from that, we had... um, a whole lot of SmackDown stars on Raw tonight. So uh, I was thinking to myself, oh, it, it, did I dream? Did I go through the whole week? Is it Friday? Is is WrestleMania tomorrow? What's going on? <laughs> like, seriously, what the hell? Um, but our first match or our second match of the night was Omos taking on both Viking Raiders in a two-on-one handicap match. This match ended real quick because... Eric took one hell of a clothesline from Omos, and it looked like he was legitimately hurt. He just rolled out of the ring, rolled over to the barrier, and really didn't move. Like, Ivar, at, like, the kind of six, 
kind of like was like, what's going on? And he ends up running over to his partner by then, obviously the count of victory. And then Ivar tries to get involved, tries to go, you know, defend his friend's honor. And Omos takes him out. And then Omos is like, I, I, nobody can touch me. I am unstoppable, blah, 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 blah. And then who comes out? But the almighty himself, Bobby Lashley has returned from his injury and just does the thing. He stares at the WrestleMania sign. Omos takes this time. And honestly, I'm surprised that it's taken this long for somebody to actually do this. Omos attacks Lashley, tries to throw him into the, the corners. Lashley, you know, gets all pissed off and tries to do a shoulder tackle because nobody's taken Omos off his feet since he's debuted. Nobody. Nobody. And doesn't really work. Omos just keeps getting, you know, keeps swatting him away. And then Bobby gets enough momentum going off the ropes. Omos tried to swing, hit him with a clothesline, but Bobby ducked it. And then he had this massive jump with his shoulder tackle and took Omos off his feet. It was crazy. Uh, it, but, you know, it, it tells you something. This man knows how to bump. This is good. This is good news. A lot of people were, were worried. I was one of them. So Omos gets taken out. He rolls out of the ring, starts yelling and screaming at Bobby. Bobby just turns around and just points at the sign. Omos points at it as well. I'm like, well, we've both pointed at the WrestleMania sign, so uh, I guess this is what's happening. And shortly thereafter, the match was made official. And now Bobby Lashley will be taking on Omos at WrestleMania, I think, on Saturday. And that works out perfectly. Also, apparently, it is springtime. So love is in the air. And uh, not only did Reggie and Dana become engaged, but Tazawa showing up in a three-piece suit proposing to Tamina in his own little way. And Tamina says yes as well. While she was trying to take the 24-7 championship away from Dana. <laughs> um, this this whole little storyline, it, it's it's been, honestly, I'll say it, it's been cute to watch. Um, it's It's clearly comedic wrestling trying to go after the 24-7 championship. It's turned into budding romances, and now they're both engaged. And I can only I can only imagine what type of ridiculousness is yet to come, because I'm sure that there's plenty of it. Uh, but I thought that was pretty cool, and we kind of moved on from that really quickly. It also shows that our truth was creeping on this whole thing. Talk about how he now has an idea when it comes to some nuptials. So, and we all know, if you remember, R-Truth already disrupting weddings to win that 24-7 championship, it would not surprise me if R-Truth at some point, probably at Mania, if they decide to do these weddings at Mania, that R-Truth walks out with that championship. So, we move on, and Roman Reigns and the Bloodline come out next. And you can tell the big difference between these two champions. Uh, 
Brock completely embraces the wet chance. This crowd is super hot still from the whole night. So they've been, they were wetting Roman. And Roman's like, if you want me one more time, I'm going to come out there and smash all of you. And of course, the crowd just like, what? What? Everything was just, it was great. It was great. And man, the promo that Roman delivered tonight, talking about how this whole thing has been personal to him for years is just, it's so good. I'm like thinking to myself, like, why haven't we had this Roman Reigns his entire career? And I get it. you got to grow into your character. He made the big switch. And ever since he's been back, he's just been outstanding. So we'll, uh, we'll see how this match goes at Mania. I have my reasons and thoughts for why I think things will go a certain way. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that on another show. Up next, eight-woman tag action as the four tag teams that will be competing for the WWE uh, Tag Team Women's Tag Team Championships um, fought tonight. It was Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley with Sasha Banks and Naomi taking on Carmella, Zelinda Vega, Natalia, and Shayna Baszler. And... Rhea ends up getting the win with another um, interesting pinfall. <laughs> That's as far as I'll go with that. We then had a killer Stone Cold video package using Chris Rock music. I'm like, what year is it? Like, seriously? Like, what is this? <laughs> uh, KO in the ring right after that. Um, just, just continuing to do... Vir- Ridiculously fantastic promos. I cannot wait for the KO show between these two. And I'll say it. I desperately need to see Stone Cold Steve Austin take a stunner from Kevin Owens. It won't happen. I know it won't. But to do that, I think would be a career defining moment for Kevin Owens. It With the whole thing, with the stunner, with this build up to WrestleMania, it's I, I just think it would be a fantastic thing. Like I said, will it actually happen? Probably not, but that's just my hope. After that, SmackDown Zone Intercontinental Champion Ricochet came out, took on Austin Theory, and we had We Want Pat Chance throughout this entire night. Pat McAfee is over, and the man wasn't even at the show tonight. (laughs) Uh, But this match did not last long. And surprisingly, Austin Theory gets the big victory here over Ricochet. And it's like, wait, this man has lost to both members of Los Otharios and now Austin Theory in a matter of, what, five days? Like, not even now, three days. Like, what the hell? Like, I don't understand this Intercontinental Championship run at all. Um, I know he has a triple threat match come Friday. Uh, with both members of Los Otharios, but I don't know. I I honestly expect him to win this match because I don't think either one of those tag team wrestlers are going to win. I mean, it's just, but still, like this, this has just been a weird buildup. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, after that, we had Bianca Belair come out with a stunning look tonight. Like it's just, I know she makes her own her own gear, her own dresses and whatnot, but she's just. Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. She's going to go all out. I totally understand that. But 
towards the end of her promo talking about her match with with Becky. Becky tries to sneak attack her, um, but Bianca able to cut her off at the pass. They had they traded back some shots, some steel chair things here. Becky had herself a nice little black bag, took out a ginormous pair of scissors. And I'm like, are they really going to cut Bianca's braids on live television? Like, uh, what? But no, she almost does. Bianca able to get out of it. And then Bianca does something that I was surprised happened. She starts cutting off Becky's hair. And like in chunks, not like a few things here. Though, no, there were chunks, and Becky's like putting her hand through her hairs and pulling out more. And I'm just like, oh, oh, she's gonna be Becky with the short hair now. Come WrestleMania, um, I don't. It, it'll be interesting to see her debut her her new hairstyle because clearly she's not gonna have long hair anymore. Uh, yeah, and she is pissed. She dropped the B word because that's what WWE does for shock value nowadays. Um, so yeah, and also this crowd, like I said, ruthless the whole night, chanting, You deserve it to Becky after getting her hair cut after what happened with Bianca. You know, uh, I don't know what to tell you guys. Uh, after that, we had ourselves yet another two on one handicap match. Uh, as it was a full SmackDown match here, as, as Drew McIntyre took on both Madcap Moss and Baron Corbin, but Baron taking a walk moments minutes into this match, leaving Madcap by himself. Drew obviously getting the win over Madcap. Baron then choosing this moment to attack, takes out Drew momentarily, and then steals the sword and leaves with Madcap Moss. Clearly. This is not going to go well for Baron Corbin. He does drop Drew with the end of days, which I just wanted to see once, and I'm glad I got to see it. Now, I hope he doesn't ever do it at WrestleMania because I want that finisher to be. I, want, I told you, I, I said this on Friday. I want that finisher to always be protected, but I have a feeling it's not going to be, and I'll be very sad. <laughs> uh, after that, we had. Another spectacular promo from Edge talking about how he's going to seal AJ Styles' fate and how he needs AJ to move himself further up and how AJ needs Edge um, to keep him you know, relevant. But after WrestleMania, Edge will continue to move upward and AJ Styles will stay where he is and not do a damn thing. After that, our main event was the Raw SmackDown, uh, the Raw Tag Team Champions versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions as RK Bro took on the Usos with Nakamura and Rick Boogs at ringside. There were a lot of matches that were supposed to take place tonight that never happened. And I'm like, all right, I guess, you know, these last minute changes, they happen. They happen quite often, but they happen. So I maybe expect some of them to be on SmackDown. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But this match was like 25 minutes, and it was great. It's fantastic between all four men. And then in WWE being WWE, we got to have a disqualification, guys. It just has to happen. So the Street Profits hit the ring, and they attack, causing the disqualification as they went after RK Bro. 
But RKO, RK Bro being RK Bro, they took over the situation, took out the Street Profits with both Randy and Riddle hitting RKOs on both members of the Street Profits, and RKO celebrated as the show ended. High, high energy the entire show. No real dull moments. Everything was good. This is a true go home show. And I've, I'm a lot more hyped for WrestleMania. Like I was already hyped for this for WrestleMania weekend. This severely helped that even more. Like it sustained that momentum. And I expect SmackDown to do the same thing on Friday. Uh, now, like I said, we got NXT on Tuesday with their go home show for stand and deliver. I'm sure that's going to be absolutely incredible. And we will have a podcast for that because that's what we do here at above the ring. Um, but for tonight, that is the show guys. Thank you so much for listening. Also want to put out a, a thank you. We hit 6,900 followers on Twitter tonight. It's very nice. And um, we truly appreciate you all. Um, I would love to hit 7K before WrestleMania. If you guys could could help us out, spread that love. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get close. I'd love to be able to get it, though. Um, but if you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook at Ship It Above the Ring. You can find us on Instagram as underscore Above the Ring. And you can find us on YouTube as Above the Ring. Our latest episode called Game Over is out and in and and it is on YouTube as well as all podcasting platforms as we are everywhere. <laughs> if we're not on one you guys listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little bedlam to your day from above the ring. Again, my name is Scott. You can find me everywhere at Scotty J Stream. And guys, thank you. Like I said. This is night one of WrestleMania week. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait for the rest of this week. We'll be, we'll be, if we're not live tweeting it, we will be podcasting about it. We'll be talking about it. Sam and I have a whole bunch of things lined up for this week and for next. And we hope you guys all listen and enjoy. Tell your friends, get them to join the bedlam. Because most importantly, you have to remember to ship it and join that bedlam. So guys, thank you. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. Trust me, any week. Let's go. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.